0: Hello, welcome to Impact, a podcast about how we can each bring about real change in the world and get practical in making that happen.
1: I'm Ellen Bince.
0: And I'm Clive Johnson.
1: A special welcome to our very first podcast of Impact, and we hope that you will take a moment to become a subscriber. Each week, we look at one aspect of how we can connect our hearts to offer healing for others with our collective intention, prayers, and meditation, and talk about the critical happenings in our world that need our attention right now, some of which may not be making the headlines where you are.
0: In the news this week, and it's a very busy week, we have just seen the end of the COP28 climate change conference in Dubai. There is mountain escalation in the wars in Sudan, Ukraine, and in Israel-Gaza, and we learned about how hairdressers in West Africa are helping women there with their mental health.
1: More on that later, but first, we would like to take a few moments to introduce Impact, to explain what our hopes are for this podcast, and to introduce ourselves.
0: As you may see from our strapline, our purpose is about making a real difference in the world. Together, we believe we really can have an impact. And we'll, we'll talk in this episode as we introduce ourselves, and introduce what the podcast is about, why we believe that. Let me introduce myself. My name is Clive Johnson, I'm an interfaith minister. I've been working with intention, prayer, intercession in various capacities for some years now and have a very strong interest in the power of the heart and the the ability, I believe, that we have within us to communicate a powerful energy that can can reach out to others and indeed not just to people but to the natural world as well. And I think it's best uh, if she introduces herself, my dear co-host, Ellen.
1: Thank you, Clive. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. My name is Ellen Bince. I'm uh, located in the United States in a town outside of Chicago, Illinois. And so Clive and I get to meet across the pond from each other, which I think <laughs> is going to give a really nice balance to our podcast to have those two different views um, from across the pond. And I'm excited about that.
0: Absolutely. And we're hoping we're going to get uh, guests from all around the world ultimately.
1: Yes. Um, I have always been really interested in a global impact. I've worked with the Labyrinth specifically for over 20 years, and we'll learn more about the Labyrinth as our podcast continues. And I've worked with it in a global way, creating a program called the Global Healing Response that brings people together when there are emergencies and disasters. Through that work, I've been really interested in the power of collective healing, the science, the energy, and as Clive mentioned, the heartful impact of that. And that is what brings Clive and I together, I think, um, our interest in that.
0: I think so. Um, Both both you and I for quite some years now, I think, have had an interest on our spiritual journeys in how the science um, is actually supporting a Mm -hmm. lot of what what I believe all of the main faith traditions teach around connection, around unity, around moving mountains, if, if we can use a, an analogy yes. from the, from the uh, New Testament.
1: The science is so exciting. Um, it's really hopeful. There's, I think, it's filled with possibilities that if people find out about it and, and learn about it, they too will be excited. And, and some of it is what we already know. And it's just giving um, those facts to what we already know, A, that we're all connected, you know, um, B, that we're more powerful together, things like that. So um, that's what we want to dive into and,
0: mm-hmm. and help people
1: understand.
0: So in this episode, we just want to say a little bit about what we're about, why we we've started this podcast and how we want to really encourage listeners to join us in a community. Uh, So not just uh, listening to what we're doing. Of course, you're you're very free to do that. Um, But hopefully also joining with us in working with the intentions that we suggest. And really, we have an idea around typically each episode being two main parts. One will be picking up on a very specific topic that is related to this whole interest, science, faith, um, intention, intercession, how they come together. Very, very broad in terms of the topics that might come into that. So we might be talking about things like 5G, the psychology of Carl Jung, remote healing, Uh, animal communication, resonancy music, the list really goes on, actually, when you you start to think about this law of attraction, uh, heart-to-heart communication, etc. And, of course, practices of prayer, healing, and energy modalities as well. But also, as we've said, very much um, looking at the science. And quite often, this is uh, (laughs) interested in the fascinating world of quantum physics not just that's
1: where I get very excited,
0: <laughs> not just restricted to that. So I'm hoping that some of our guests are going to explain, be able to explain in very simple layman's terms, some of the concepts that we, we've got a little bit of a, uh, an insight into, I think, but uh, like certainly speaking of myself, I'm not entirely sure I fully understand. Uh, we will be learning too. We will. Absolutely. Let's put it that way. Yes. We will definitely be learning. Absolutely. So That will be one part of each episode as we we see it. But the the other part is, let's look at what's going on in the world at the moment. And as Ellen said earlier, we really want to be a global podcast. Um, One thing I've realized, and I think you have too, Ellen, is our own news, the news that we get through websites we might naturally tune into in the UK or the US. Give us um, a picture, generally speaking, of perhaps some of the major things going on in the world. And hopefully, uh, the major things happening around where we are and domestically. But I've really come to realize over the last couple of years how some areas of the world are pretty much neglected. And actually, when we start trawling, as it were, other news sources, so looking at what's being reported around the world, we often pick up on different perspectives uh, and certainly different things happening. And that's what really fascinates me. So we're going to be casting quite a wide net, as it were, in terms of news stories, and then taking those, and one in particular, uh, to suggest an intention on which we collectively work together.
1: And we aren't going to shy away from the difficult subjects, but I think we are committed to transcending the division Mm. and setting our attention above the division and to healing so while it may be difficult and hard work um, it will be more holistic
0: absolutely is the
1: word i want to use
0: yeah, that's that's a that's a perfect word i think <laughs> this idea of becoming whole as well i guess mm-hmm. comes from that doesn't it um but yes, looking at where is healing needed rather than getting into political debate that's that's really mm-hmm. not what we're about. there's plenty of other places uh, to do that and of course, we have our own opinions, but we are really trying to to, to as you as, as Ellen says to sort of stay above that and just look at right. where there's need
1: we're into unity
0: to unity exactly <laughs> and healing <laughs> exactly what are your own personal hopes for the the podcast?
1: Well, I really want this, as you mentioned, Clive, to be a community of action. Mm. And as you said, we will cover a story and create an intention that our community can use for that week. And if we all do that together, we will learn the laws of quantum physics at a high level, at a high vibration we will have an exponential impact Mm. on that subject. So um, like when somebody tells a story you hear on the news and it might rattle you and you think, oh, what can I do? How can I help? Uh, We have a way for you to help. Exactly. So you can hear the story and we will be making a difference in the world.
0: Absolutely. And, And I certainly believe it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's really yes. about how sincere you are in yes. having this desire. Uh, you know, it can be literally a matter of seconds or, 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 or you know, brief moments that you hold an intention, or pray if you like. Uh, although we we will make a bit of a distinction between intention and prayer, although there's a, quite a big overlap, I think, probably.
1: Well, um, and I think it's important for our community to know that you don't have to have a certain, you know, religious connection spiritual connection you could have none you could have a very deep one it's it's uh all of its welcome
0: a- absolutely absolutely that's that's really the beauty of this isn't it 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 really does cross all boundaries really mm-hmm. so my my hopes are very similar i think to yours um certainly the community aspect and myself being informed learning growing mm-hmm. um and hopefully we and our guests can offer something that, that will trigger uh, some, some learning or uh, provoke some questions for listeners as well. I've I found that in my own spiritual development that often it's having a perspective from a different angle, or you, know, being, being asked a question that I might not have considered that's really helped me grow.
1: Or a spark that, you know, uh, a spark of interest in something that you dive deeper and find out more about
0: Exactly. And we will, in our show notes each week, aim to put links to websites that are suggested obviously to new sources that we've we've drawn on. There may be books that are recommended by our guests or indeed ourselves, other sources of information. so the opportunity there to to drill a little deeper if if you want to.
1: And other groups that are doing this work that you might want to join, other opportunities to learn more, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I guess another aspect of what uh, excites us is the fact that there has been over quite some period of time now, quite a lot of research into this whole area of making a difference. Yes, Um, We might mention uh, particularly the work of the journalist, Lynn McTaggart, and the work she started, um, and also the the work of the (coughs) the HeartMath Institute, for example, which is really been looking into from a a scientific point of view, the power within us to affect change and dealing with some quite difficult questions perhaps for scientists to to test in the laboratory as it were, Uh, but having made quite a lot of progress in that area and providing, I think, quite a lot of evidence that supports the theory.
1: And as I said before, I think some people don't need the science to know that the connection works, but I think for some people, knowing this and understanding the process of it really grounds you into the hope and possibility and, and even helps you share it with other people, makes you more confident to share it with other people.
0: Absolutely. So, shall we mention a little bit, uh, literally just a very, very small am- amount about some of the science that we might be looking at. Some of the well, you know, I'm always game for that. <laughs> and a lot and- of it in in the world of quantum physics, isn't it? I think, although not yes. exclusively. Yes.
1: Yes. And one of my favorite analogies, and and I will I will mention this more than one time. And in the future episodes where we introduce ourselves, I think I talk about it, but it helps people really understand, is that when you um, put three speakers together playing the same music, you don't get three times the sound, you get nine times the sound. Mm. And music is made of sound waves. We also have electromagnetic waves that emanate from our hearts. And that's, as you mentioned, Heart Math Institute is doing a lot of research on that mm-hmm. and the power of that energy that emanates from our bodies and how we can make that grow and be stronger, how we can come into coherence, which is, you know, waves that are equal distance and not all messy, incoherent is messy waves. Um, another analogy I like to make is that a light bulb is made up of incoherent light waves and you even see that in the light bulb if you look at it you see the filament that's all you know messy and everything Mm. and it gives off light and that's lovely different you know amounts of light but a laser is coherent light and we know how strong a laser is they use that for surgery to cut things to you know it can go a long distance And that is kind of the difference between the incoherent energy and the coherent energy that we create ourselves. When we're angry and frustrated, um, those emotions, which are not bad or good, I'm not saying they're bad or good, and we all need them, we're all in those places at times, that's incoherent energy. And when we're in gratitude, love, forgiveness, those higher vibration energies, that's coherence. So we're all... We're all responsible for the energy we put into the field, the one field that exists. We'll learn about that, too, in quantum physics. Um, And and HeartMath even has has dubbed a new term called energetic responsibility, Mm -hmm. which I think is fantastic. Mm, We're responsible for the energy we put into the world. And with this podcast, we will feel good about the energy we put into the world.
0: And we can make choices with it, can't we, as well, of course. So yes. that's that's part of the, the beauty of this. We we should say on that point, I, I know this is a little bit of a distraction as well, but in willing, as it were, in wanting change, free will is actually quite an important principle that we respect. Yes. So it's not a case of wanting to impose a will upon another person, a political leader, for example. But Perhaps putting out into the universe, as it were, an idea that will resonate with them, for them, and they can make a, a decision on, um, hopefully in a in a very positive way. Yes, and uh, quantum physics is is just mind-boggling, isn't it? That this idea mm-hmm. that uh, you know two particles, even light mm-hmm. years apart, as far as is understood, could be entangled, influencing each other. Uh, and kind of in the same place at the same time, really uh, mind-boggling. Uh, what uh, I think Einstein said way back, well over 100 years ago, actually, his observations of what was going on, it is spooky at a distance. Yeah, spooky spooky action, action at
1: a distance. At a distance. Yeah. And he didn't buy it. He didn't buy quantum entanglement at the beginning. It took him a while.
0: Yeah. It yeah. was
1: closer to the end of his life that he accepted that yeah. there was, in fact, quantum entanglement, which which has been proven since yes. his death,
0: um, yes. for there's sure. Some, some amazing experiments there. But we might look to things that we are familiar with. So we, you know, there's some wonderful analogies with the light bulb and <clears throat> the three speakers that you mentioned, Alan. One that was coming to my mind was, I know they have a proper name, but I'm not a musician, but tuning forks. So if you yes. have a striker a tuning fork, I don't know, B-flat It's um, is the, the note that it, uh, it vibrates. If you bring another tuning fork that is in line with that, uh, the same frequency, that, that will start vibrating as well, without yes. any action from you. It it appears magic, doesn't it? But
1: Yes, but of... that's the power we have exactly. to help each other.
0: Exactly. So some some very exciting topics we're going to to get in into there. Actually I sure came across a quote by a sound therapist, David Gibson. Think of all source. And I think he's using the word source here with a capital S. So Mm -hmm. you you might might see that as God, divine, universe, spirit. Think of source as all music. So that's one perspective um, Mm -hmm. on this. Another one from quite a well-known speaker, writer, Brené Brown. It's not an accidental entanglement. Here she's talking about the power of love. Real love between two people. It's an intentional knot. Love belongs with belonging. Mm. Beautiful.
1: I love that. I love that. And to learn that love is the highest vibration, it really it really is powerful in a scientific way to onion. You know, when we, 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 we might casually throw off a comment of, you know, love is Kind love, it, whatever, but it really is powerful.
0: And if we're looking at the ultimate, not goal, but the ultimate mm-hmm. endpoint, <laughs> not endpoint even, but where we are, we're going to in our spiritual journeys, as is taught in most faith traditions, it is a point where we are totally merged into the essence of love, the oneness, as it were, mm-hmm. of the universe or, or the divine. So again, very much chiming with with a lot of a lot of the concepts of what we find in in the science. Shall we talk a bit about the idea of a community, which is something we really do want to yes. to get uh, get started? We're obviously going to come back in many episodes hopefully to to look at these uh, these topics um, around the science in a lot more detail as well as a whole range of other things.
1: And as we mentioned, our community will have exponential power as we as we grow and we build. Um, so it's exciting, and it will be, I think, nourishing for each of us who participates um, individually and together.
0: Absolutely, and this is this is one of the wonderful things about some of the research which has been conducted into intention, prayer, and so on, isn't it? The the exponential effect. So, in other words. Mm-hmm. One person and another person together Mm -hmm. uh, who come together with the same intention, hold the same intention, have more effect than two people. One plus one equals, who knows, four. (laughs) Yes. And so one plus one plus one is, you know, it it takes us on this exponential curve.
1: I'm a follower of Dr. Martin Luther King and his beloved community community. Mm. is important to me. And I've heard you use that word too, Clive. Yep. I know it's important for you. And, uh, you know, I I think about him maintaining a nonviolent response to the racism in the United States. Uh, I think that can be a benchmark for us.
0: Absolutely. We, we really couldn't do better, I, I don't think. So how to get involved? Well, one is really each week, as we said earlier, we will Offer some suggestions around where you might want to focus. Very specific. This is another uh, kind of principle here. Very specific intention around what's going on in the world. And and not just what's happening right now. It might be we pick up sometimes on news stories that were making the headlines a a few months ago. This is often the case with environmental disasters, isn't it? They, They tend to get forgotten. Uh, perhaps uh, a few weeks or months after uh, they're in the headlines. Um, And as we said, particularly trying to pick up on some of the stories that probably aren't featuring, uh, certainly not prominently in the news where, where you are, but also to have one very specific story that we suggest as a community we hold together, as it were, between episodes.
1: Right. And we want to hear from you. We will have a Facebook group where you can share your experiences in using this intention, you know, maybe to motivate others to help us understand what people are feeling and uh, just to grow with each other.
0: Absolutely. So, again, we've got the link in our <laughs> show notes and also on our website. So, please, if you're a, a Facebook user, do sign up there. And it's a, it's a way to get in touch with us as well if you have any suggestions feedback for the the podcast so shall we look at what's going on in the world this week yes you're listening to impact a podcast for anyone who believes in making a difference in the world through prayer healing and sending intention out into the world Join us as we focus attention on where healing is needed right now. Together, we change our world.
1: So what have we picked up in the news this week and what are we to make of what's happening?
0: So one of the big stories that hasn't necessarily been as prominent as it might have been in previous years, because so much, of course, is happening, especially out in Israel and Gaza, is COP28, the Conference of the Parties, as it's called. Um, This is the 28th time they've met, hence the name. This year, it was in Dubai. And this is countries of the world, most countries of the world, coming together to agree resolutions to combat climate change. Now, from what I read, generally, a degree of progress was made, at least in terms of what was said. And we've seen that before, of course, the the, the right words coming out. Key, of course, is always translating that into action. But on the very first day of the conference, cash was pledged for countries, uh, particularly the lower income countries, who are facing some of the worst effects of climate change. $100 million so far has been pledged to a loss and damage fund, but that is far too low according to uh, the affected countries. There was also progress in the establishment of a global carbon market. This would enable countries to trade emission allowances, giving the incentive to reduce emissions and foster the transition ultimately to low carbon economies. More than 110 nations committed to tripling renewable energy capacity by 2030 while doubling the rate of energy efficiency improvements. But the methane pledge to reduce leaks from oil and gas giants behind the climate crisis, according to the United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres, did not provide clarity on the pathway forward and really falls short of what is needed achieve net zero by 2050. Health also came onto the agenda for the first time at a COP conference as a special focus. For example, looking at the prevalence of insect-borne diseases like malaria, the effect of heat waves that have been killing thousands of people, and other health impacts of climate change. So a lot happening at COP28. A lot of positive words, but again, really seeing where this translates into action.
1: So picking one specific area where this is inspiring intention for us could be those who made commitments to reduce carbon emissions are strongly convicted in the commitment and influential with the government over the year to come.
0: Mm -hmm. As if, We need reminding a lot of climate-related, what we call as human beings, catastrophes have been in the news again this week. Just to mention a few, there was a magnitude 7.4 earthquake in the Pacific area over the weekend that affected large parts of the southern Philippines and also triggered tsunami alerts across Japan. Happily, those appear to have... Just been warnings, not actually come to to be. In Tanzania, um, there have been severe floodings, uh, which cause a massive landslide. Forty-seven people there known to have died already, and eighty-five others um, severely injured. Warnings coming out from the country that that death toll will rise, and a volcano has erupted. In Indonesia, sending ash three kilometers into the sky. Not all of these may be related to global warming. These are environmental disasters. But of course, we don't fully understand the dynamics of how Mother Earth works. You know, one one the 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 connectivity, as it were, a lot happening in this area. So perhaps one intention that all of these environmental disasters as inspired for us is that those who are coordinating and making on-the-ground decisions in the rescue operation for the Tanzania landslide are guided in where best to direct their resources and efforts in order to save as many lives as possible. We could, of course, apply that to any environment disaster, but again, here just being very specific
1: and though it may be a little difficult to believe there is a good news climate story about fish who live in the twilight zone i loved hearing about this it turns out that fish have been combating climate change for a a long time Uh, specifically fish in the so-called twilight zone of the ocean, which is the layer of the ocean that's between 200 and 1000 meters deep. Scientists estimate their movements capture billions of tons of carbon every year and stash them in the ocean depths so that they don't heat up our atmosphere any more than we are already doing. Ken Buesler has been studying this process as a senior scientist at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute in Massachusetts. And he was interviewed on NPR. He he explained that the fish and small animals that try and hide away in the dark zone during the daytime, so they aren't eaten, come up to the surface to eat the plants, the phytoplankton that actually store the carbon and that's their food supply. Then they are taking it the CO2 deep into the ocean. It's what he calls a carbon pump. And this has played a major role in keeping the earth from overheating even more than it already has. So one area where this is inspiring an intention for us is possibly global environment ministers will be persuaded To redouble their efforts to protect marine environments.
0: Mm, mm. It's a wonderful story, isn't it? Beautiful story, that one. Um, Isn't it
1: nice to know that nature is working with us, also? Exactly,
0: (laughs) exactly, Uh, mopping up, as it were, from our the mess that we, a lot of us, are creating. Now we will often be talking about conflicts going on in the world. Um, Just a very quick mention of what uh, some some of the the main ones at the moment, Sudan, Israel, Gaza, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, in Sudan, the UN Security Council ended its political mission there, kind of attempt to maintain peace. Uh, they've been asked by the Sudanese to, to leave. War there continuing now for seven months between warring generals. Very disappointing. The US envoy to the UN there, Robert Wood, said, we are gravely concerned that a reduced international presence in Sudan will only serve to embolden the perpetrators of atrocities with dire consequences for civilians already facing severe humanitarian crisis. So an intention there that we might hold is that warring generals, the warring generals in Sudan are persuaded not to use the ending of the UN mandate As a reason to escalate violence. A lot happening, of course, in the Middle East, as always. Israel-Gaza, the temporary ceasefire that was in place last week has now ended, and Israel is actually beginning its ground offensive in southern Gaza. We obviously give thanks to the fact that quite a number of hostages were released last week. There was some success there, and that includes not just Israelis, but also six ties uh, who have returned home. And also one young Israeli man who was known to people that I know, who had been especially in my own prayers, Come but on, now a return to war. And if, oh, Israel ordering evacuations in Gaza. And again, from at least contacts of people I know, a really down-to-earth story yesterday of Three uncles living together in southern Gaza, posing the question, where can we go? We have nowhere to go. We'll come back to this in future episodes, I'm sure, but there is violence escalating in the West Bank and along the Lebanese border. Uh, So a fear that Hezbollah might be brought more fully into the conflict. So inspiring intention for us, giving thanks, which is always one of the joys of intention work or the return of the hostages, um, but feeling that those who have influence, both on the Israeli government and also Hamas command, will be guided in their choice of words and actions to persuade further negotiation and ceasefire. And also in Russia, Ukraine, there seems to be an escalation. President Putin has ordered 170,000 more servicemen, to be called up, according to a statement from the Russian Defense Ministry on Telegram. It's reported, though not confirmed, that Russia has captured the city of Marina, that's on the eastern border uh, with Ukraine, and also in the U.S. concerns that financial help for Ukraine is running out. So a suggested intention we might want to hold there is the courage and strength of those who have been called up into the military of either side in a conflict. And again, I've heard stories of people known to folks I know about in Israel. Uh, it could be in any conflict, of course. It can be Russia, Russian servicemen. It can be Ukrainian servicemen that have been called up very young men, typically men to fight. And in one case, uh, people known to people I know, one of those men was shot and killed.
1: This is a fascinating story. A six planet solar system in perfect synchrony has been found in the Milky Way. So, astronomers discovered the in sync solar system with six planets moving like a grand cosmic orchestra, untouched by outside forces since their birth billions of years ago. The find in the 100 light years away in the constellation Coma Berenices announced last week may help explain how solar systems across the Milky Way galaxy came to be amazing to look at simulated photos um, and in the notes we'll have links to those photos right clive
0: um, absolutely yeah this when I saw one of those photos I thought that was real <laughs> First time oh. I saw it. Uh, but uh, it really does give you a, a picture of what I think the the scientists have found which is quite remarkable
1: it is amazing so one area that might inspire intention for us is for the continually giving wonders of our universe including this possibly a model of what it is even for a planet to live in harmony
0: Mm, absolutely amazing
1: we need more harmony
0: we do (laughs) <laughs> and sadly, 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 there are still many bad things happening in the world. So other stories, very briefly, that have caught our eye this week. A gunman has killed, or gunmen have killed, eight and injured 26 bus passengers who were traveling on the Karakoram Highway in northern Pakistan. Um, an area there which is inspiring intention for us is to give courage, for there to be courage, comfort, and healing for those grieving those killed in this tragedy. And another another stabbing and a fire, this time it seems among a family in Queens, New York. The dead, uh, four dead, three injured, sorry, including two children who were killed. The suspect, reportedly a family member of those killed, was taken to a local hospital and pronounced dead by the police. So a, a real tragedy all around and inspiring us to think about wherever support is needed to help the grieving relatives of those killed in this situation, what appears to be a family murder.
1: I feel like I'm doing I'm doing all the good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Ellen is getting all the good stories this week, so we thought we I, would end with one.
1: <laughs> I, I feel very lucky about that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I, I I do really love this, this innovative story of hairdressers are being trained as mental health ambassadors for women in West Africa. The Blue Mind Foundation has launched an innovative initiative to address the severe lack of accessible mental health care in West and Central Africa by training hairdressers as mental health ambassadors. So in countries where mental health therapy is scarce and awareness is limited, the program has empowered hairdressers to provide much needed support. The region has the highest suicide rate globally and some of the lowest public expenditures on mental health. Marie Ali de Pouter, I hope I said that right, the founder of the Blue Mind Foundation, designed the program in 2018 based on the observation that African women spend a significant amount of time in hair salons. By training hairdressers, the initiative reaches women in spaces where they're comfortable. So one area where this is inspiring intention for us is encouragement, an inspiration for the founder of this amazing foundation mm. that she has wisdom and determination in continuing her important calling.
0: It's wonderful work, isn't it? And in a tremendous mm. example of how one person can make such a huge difference. I love it. Yes.
1: And she may be modeling something for the rest of the world too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I really, really is very, very inspiring. It was actually reminding me of a, um, a visit I, I made not so long ago to a hairdresser I used to visit, or barbers we call them here in the UK, uh, in my old hometown of, of Brighton. And he remembered me from years ago. And uh, he wanted to unburden himself. So I actually ended up counselling mm. him. so it can, <laughs> Sort of. Or at least being a listening <laughs> ear, I should say. So perhaps sometimes it could work the other way as well.
1: Perfect. So each week after we cover these news stories, we would like to pick one main intention to focus on.
0: And the idea is that each of us, if you feel led, and hopefully you will, to join us between episodes, and we're looking to try and record on a weekly basis, may not be the same day absolutely every week, but more or less the same day every week. But each of us can actually take this away and hold this intention. And this week, um, we come back to COP28, such an important gathering of very influential people, including many world leaders, to look at the major existential threat that we have with climate change. So our suggested main intention to focus on this week is that those who made commitments to reduce carbon emissions are strongly convicted in their commitments and influence with their governments over the year to come. And we will include that intention in the show notes and also in the Facebook group.
1: As we said before, our hope is that our impact community together, focusing on this one intention, can have an impact on the world.
0: A conference of the birds has gathered outside oh. my window on a tree there, which has lost its leaves. It's looking pretty bare, but uh, at the same time, very elegant for winter. And I don't very often see that. I don't very often see a gathering of birds. I think they are pigeons, but uh, they are doves to me, with us, listening holding intention, maybe.
1: It's their own COP28. They're talking (laughs) about the environment, I'm certain, and our intention.
0: (laughs) And they can make quite a lot of noise about it sometimes as well. (laughs) Well, plenty of other things happening in the world, of course, and we will be picking up on other stories next week.
1: Yes, it's hard to make a decision about what to cover each time. That will be our challenge. I have a feeling as we move along each week.
0: Absolutely. And and in the Facebook group, you may well want to make suggestions really to point out possible intentions that we might want to focus on. We're not going to be able to necessarily cover all of those in the podcast, but certainly the Facebook group is, is a good place for doing that.
1: That's a great place to energize our community
0: definitely, and Mm -hmm. share your reflections on what may be coming up for you as you hold these intentions.
1: That about wraps it up for this week. Thank you for listening and for sharing with us and holding intentions. We look forward to connecting again next time.
0: And in the meantime, if you will, please, can you leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts from? That really does help our visibility. And of course, we're all about sharing these stories, sharing intentions, and hopefully encouraging many to join with us in making this happen. Please subscribe. And if you're on Facebook, please do join in our lovely community there. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. Thank you. Go well. Stay safe.
1: And remember, we are more powerful together.
0: Impact is presented by Ellen Vince and Clive Johnson and produced by Impact Productions. Our theme music is by Chris Collins and our logo artwork is by Auto Classic. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible or your favourite podcast provider. We're a non-commercial podcast dedicated to people of any faith, tradition or none who yearn for healing in our troubled world please pass on the word so others may join us in making an impact. Thank you for listening.